Good morning. You're listening to Send 7, World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Namitha Raghunath and today is Tuesday, the 3rd of November, 2020. Starting in Africa today. In Tanzania, police arrested opposition presidential candidate Tundu Lisu yesterday. This comes after Lisu called for mass protests against alleged rigged elections. The main opposition parties have rejected the official results, which said President John Magufuli won a second term with 84% of the October 28 vote. Opposition called for peaceful demonstrations as well as fresh elections. In Ethiopia, an armed group killed at least 32 citizens on Sunday. The attack involved up to 60 armed and unarmed people who targeted members of the Amhara ethnic group, Ethiopia's second largest group. Ethiopian Human Rights Commission said the victims were dragged from their homes and taken to a school where they were shot and killed. 21 houses were also burned. The shooters belong to a group called the Oromo Liberation Army, who have been blamed for the kidnappings and bomb attacks in western and southern Ethiopia. Asia In Afghanistan, at least 22 people were killed by gunmen who entered Kabul University yesterday. 22 people were also wounded. The attack began after government officials for an Iranian book fair arrived at the university. The attack lasted for several hours and finally stopped when three gunmen were killed. An Islamic State group in Afghanistan have said they were responsible for the shootings. Today has been declared a national day of mourning by the government. In Sri Lanka, rescuers and volunteers tried to save around 100 pilot whales who were stranded on Sri Lanka's western coast. The whales were pushed to shore yesterday, and within an hour, almost 100 whales were stuck on land. Sri Lanka's Marine Environment Protection Authority, which sent its officials to help with the rescue, said it was the largest group of whales to be stranded in Sri Lanka's history. The cause of large whale strandings are still unknown, despite scientists studying the issue for years. In the United Arab Emirates, Minister of State for Foreign Affairs Anwar Gargash asked Muslims yesterday to accept French President Emmanuel Macron's statement about Islam in France. Gargash defended Macron, saying that the French Prime Minister doesn't want to isolate the Muslims living in France. The minister's statements come amid ongoing protests in the Arab and Muslim world against Macron's comments on Islam in which he defended the right to publishing the controversial cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. Europe In Moldova, it was announced yesterday after no candidate received majority votes in the first round of the presidential election that the pro-Western former Prime Minister Mai Sandu will face pro-Russian current Prime Minister Igor Dodon in a second round of voting on November 15th. With more than 99% of the votes counted from Sunday's first round, which lessened the amount of candidates from 8 to 2, 
Sandu had nearly 36% compared to the 33% for Dodon. In France, the government plans to ban Turkish far-right nationalist group, the Grey Wolves. Interior Minister Gerald Darmanin described the organization as aggressive and told legislators yesterday that he is looking to remove the group at a cabinet meeting on Wednesday. The ban came as France has been cracking down on violence following the murder of a French schoolteacher last month. In the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson told MPs there was no other option but to introduce a nation lockdown in England, which is set to begin on Thursday. Labour's leader Sir Keir Starmer accused the PM of a failure of leadership over the government's handling of the pandemic. This lockdown will be longer than it needed to be, at least four weeks. It will be harder. We've just missed half term and the human cost will be higher. The reality is that the two pillars of the Prime Minister's strategy, the £12 billion truck and trace and regional restrictions, have not only failed to stop the second wave, they've been swept away by it. Rejecting the advice of his own scientists for 40 days was a catastrophic failure of leadership and of judgment. The Prime Minister now needs to explain to the British people why he failed to act and to listen for so long. The Americas. In the United States, President Donald Trump is suggesting that he will fire Dr. Anthony Fauci after Tuesday's election. The crowd at the rally began chanting, Fire Fauci, to which Trump replied that he appreciated their advice. Don't tell anybody, but let me wait till a little bit after the election. I appreciate the advice. In Peru, Machu Picchu, the ancient city in the Andes Mountains, reopened yesterday after nearly eight months of being closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. Peruvian authorities organized an Incan ritual to thank the gods on Sunday as the major tourist attraction once again allowed visitors. But the number of visitors will be restricted to just 675 tourists a day for safety reasons, around 30% of its previous capacity. And finally, in the Netherlands, near the city of Rotterdam, a train crashed through a barrier at the end of the tracks shortly before midnight on Sunday. But rather than falling 10 metres into the water below, the train was caught by a large statue of a whale's tail. Thanks to the statue, no one was injured. And that's your world news in 7 minutes. You can find the transcript for today's episode and listen to past episodes at send7.org. I'm Namitha Raghunath and tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day. (laughs) 